Welcome to another live interview here from Strange Loop 2022. We are here today with uh, Derek Troy Wentz. How are you doing, Derek? Yeah, really, really good. Actually, I'm starting to feel a little bit tired with the jet lag, but have just had a phenomenal, phenomenal couple of days. Yeah, but hell of jet lag, right? Not, uh, not like mine. Yeah. What is it? It's, uh, I think we're off by either eight hours or 15 hours or something. It's a really awkward time difference right. to, to Melbourne, where we're from, our little team. And uh, we haven't done the best in terms of getting through that. But we've had a great time in St. Louis, so it's been, it's been great to be here. Fantastic. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, so um, I've got a very engineering-focused background. I'm a programmer by trade. I spent about 15 years working in Java, mostly. And about 10 years ago, I started working with Clojure. So I've been building products and platforms for clients in, in Clojure. And more recently, in the last four years, have been building our little engineering-focused company. And um, we built a product called Kapal for Apache Kafka. And it's an engineering toolkit for teams that work with Kafka, the distributed database. And what's the change from Java to Clojure? Why did you think that? You know what? It's a little bit of fortune. I moved, I met my wife in London. And after we'd been living there for a while together, we moved to Melbourne in Australia, where she's from. And that really triggered a kind of fairly big change in my career because I was faced with a big decision about what to do next. You know, I was working in banking in London and that's a very particular type of career and lifestyle and Java uh, consultancy was almost endless at the time. You didn't have to think too much about that. And then moving to Melbourne, it just really caused me to reflect on maybe what I wanted to do as a technologist rather than what I was just doing, maybe falling into doing for a job. And um, yeah, I had some opportunities to work in Clojure. And I think the familiarity with the JVM really helped. So it was such a normal place for me to be operating. And I just found I was way more effective. And I think, and I've talked about this a bit in some conference talks, Clojure really returned my curiosity to me. You know, it kind of made me love programming again. <laughs> Clojure programmers are so soppy, we're the worst. We all come up with this sort of stuff, but it genuinely, I think there's a good chance I wouldn't be programming as, as much as I am, creating things in code. And, uh, and yeah, so the last uh, 10 years has just been progressively refining my closure skills and now working with a small team to build a product that's really rewarding. I think for me, one of the real, really big changes was just being more effective in delivery. We, we work in code and to make things. And so I felt like uh, doing more with less and seeing the results of that, rather than any necessary things in the language that bring to it, if you know what I mean? It was more about how effective I can be in making stuff. And also, all of a sudden, I was more effective on the front end and the user interfaces where I'd never really worked before, because I've got the tom common tool and way of addressing problems in ClojureScript as well. So I wouldn't say I'm a um, phenomenal front-end developer. I'm lucky I work with very, very talented developer in my team who's got a lot of experience in that space. But, but I can at least be effective, you know, I can get in and work. So, so you were mentioning now you are the CEO of Factor House. That's right. Is, is a smaller company? Like, Yes, we're a small, uh, there are three of us in the company. So we're about as small as it gets. Yeah. Okay. Now we're an engineer, engineering focused team. My wife works with us, Kylie, she's the COO and she handles a lot of our interactions with customers and a lot of our business strategies. And Tom and I, Tom Crowley and I, we've been working on the products consistently for about three years now. Okay. And so uh, you mentioned briefly 
before Kapow. This is the main product. That's right, Kapow for Apache Kafka. That's the toolkit. It's a Docker container, basically, or a Java jar that you deploy in proximity to your Kafka clusters and resources. And it, it takes observations of them. It's very data-oriented. And it produces telemetry and metrics and gives you lots of insights and control. And the thing that everyone uses it for is just finding data in Kafka, like put messages into Kafka, don't know what happened to them, use our very fast data inspect to get in there and sort of figure out for yourself where. How successful is thing? I think I was naive when I started working in the company. I thought we'd be racing ahead. It took a couple of years of really hard work to build the user base that we have. And then in the last, I'd say 12 months, we really turned a corner started working with larger and larger customers. Now we've got a, quite a number of Fortune 500 companies that use our products and we give them a pretty high level of support. So that's actually what's triggered us coming over to uh, the States and being a part of Strange Loop is just to be here with other engineers and take the opportunity to talk to people and grow awareness of the product. So you're trying to get bigger? Are you hiring? Yeah, we're hiring at the moment. We're hiring the business side and I think in the new year we'll be growing the technical team as well. So there's a lot of opportunity for us. It's not only in the product that we have today, we have, we have a product roadmap, which we're working through that. I think what we've really, because we're a bootstrap company as well, we have built to our point through the revenues of selling the product to the customers we have. And the last 12 months have really proven to us that this is the best thing that we can do with our time. And uh, yeah, so we're seeing a lot of growth, expecting a lot of growth yeah. in the next couple of years. Yeah, that's very good news. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's good when you commit everything to something to get some reward out of it. So you started seeing probably recurring tours, recurring things and yeah. starting thinking like yeah. opening maybe some of those tools to the rest of the community. Do you mention? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so actually, unfortunately, we've missed our deadline by a couple of weeks because we're engineers and this is what we always do. But one of the things we were excited about for this conference is we're releasing a community edition of Kapow. So we model our company on JetBrains, who make IntelliJ. They make phenomenal tools for engineers and they generally have the community version, which is really well-featured and free. And it gives engineers great tools to be effective in what they're doing. And then they've got the pro version or the enterprise version, which companies can pick up. So yeah, we're really excited. This is actually the first time I've talked about it, but Within the next couple of weeks, there's going to be the community edition of Kapow, which is just going to be generally available and free for individual use, local development, probably a, a, if you want to put it in a dev environment, that sort of thing. Yeah, with some exciting stuff. So I, I didn't ask, but uh, is Kapow written in closure? Yes. Yeah, it's uh, about 94% closure, I think. That's what GitHub tells me. So closure in the back end, closure script in the front end. Yes. And actually, as we've progressed and we've really matured as a company and an engineering team, one of the other exciting things that we're finding we've got space to do now is we're going to start releasing some open source libraries, I guess. So the first one that we should release in the next couple of weeks is called Slipway. And it's our companion to Jetty, which is the networking framework on the JVM that's been around forever. We have some really precise requirements. We have to support Java 8 and Java 11, because many of our enterprise customers, they, they sit on that gap. Yeah. And so that means different versions of Jetty. Jetty's quite finely tuned in that. There are many versions that are available. And we also, we use a, a really broad range of Jetty features. We use their authentication libraries to provide LDAP 
And so our library for Jetty, it really opens up those possibilities to teams that are working in Clojure and also our products regularly pen tested. So we take that sort of feedback from third parties and integrate it into Slickway too. And then as a completely different sort of much less complicated piece of open source, we're going to open source some of our React components that um, integrate with eCharts which is Apache's charting library. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, phenomenal, absolutely brilliant Apache uh, UI framework for charting and visualizing stuff. If you haven't looked at eCharts, you should have a look. It's yeah, really maybe it's uh, me like not being in the, in the right. I'm not sure if it's really widely, widely known. It's the okay. first Apache project I've known, which is predominantly Chinese. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it's, I think it's very well known in China and it's a phenomenal. Okay. All good to know. So. Is there anything else we need to touch on that you would like to add to this conversation? No, I think that covers the big things for us, the excitement for being here and a bit of open source and a bit of background on the product. And okay, well, then uh, thanks very much for your time. And uh, hopefully you're going to have, yeah, you're going to have another hard time going back <laughs> and change time again. Oh, and thanks for having me. It's always lovely to have a chat. Absolutely. Thank you.